The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting, designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Interest in aerospace stocks is peaking, and I'm not sure if it's because of the Top Gun movie reboot or if it's because of the excitement surrounding private space travel. Apparently, everybody I know wants to go to Mars. And, you know, these days it might actually be a faster trip to Mars than summer travel through JFK. Just saying. Today's audience requested contest is a triple header between a trio of aerospace ETFs from BlackRock, Invesco, and State Street Global. So who wins the battle? Find out right after this. You're watching ETF Battles. I'm Rhonda Leggy. Nice to see you again. Keep your ETF battle requests coming. Hit us up with your ETF ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Do not forget to punch that subscribe button along with the like button if you've been enjoying this program along with our others. Be sure to check out the description section below with links to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. Plus, join the waiting list for our new margin of safety investing tool. It's going to change the way that you think about risk and investing. Be among the first to use our margin of safety tool. Again, hit that link provided below. So today's ETF battle was requested by a viewer named Andrew, and it's between ITA from BlackRock, PPA from Invesco, and then XAR from State Street Global Advisors. Over the past three years, aerospace stocks have been huge underperformers versus ETFs linked to the S&P 500. The industry got slammed by the global pandemic, and it's still sorting out supply chain glitches from the aftermath. I guess building airplanes is a highly complex thing. And from what I've heard, you can't just order parts at Amazon.com. Please don't send me any links provided proving that I'm wrong, by the way, on that point. I don't want to see it. Congratulations to Andrew. You get your choice of an ETF Battles coffee mug or a shirt. Hit the description section below for details on how to claim your prize. Judging today's aerospace showdown is James Seyfort with Bloomberg and John Davey with Astoria Portfolio Advisors. It's the first appearance on ETF Battles for James, so a warm welcome to you. Judges, thank you both for joining us. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Good to see you guys, and welcome, James. So our four battle categories are cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and mystery. Now, I've got the scorekeeping chores at the end of the show, we're going to declare an overall winner based on the analysis provided by our judges. Now, keep in mind, our judges can do split decisions. They can nominate wild cards if they feel there's a better choices elsewhere. 
None of the battle outcomes, by the way, are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or any of our judges. So the first category is cost. Let's kick things off with John. Which of these three ETFs wins the battle when it comes to cost? Sure. So XAR wins. It's 35 basis points. ITA is 42. And PPA is 61. Uh, I would say, as always, you know, expense ratios and manager fees are just one cost, right? That's, you know, let's say a known cost, but then trade-in and liquidity is, you know, something very, very different. And ITA happens to be a lot more liquid in the secondary market compared to the other two. So I'll give the edge to XAR, but, you know, viewers and, and watchers should just know that, you know, ITA is a little bit more liquid. Um, but, you know, category one is XAR. That's a strong start. Thank you, John. James, we shift to you. How do you see it in terms of cost? Yeah, I'm seeing the same things that John was just talking about. As he mentioned, ITA, the, the spreads that you see on ITA are going to be a little bit tighter. Um, on average, the spreads look very good across all of these for the most part, but there is going to be a lot more dollar volume in ITA. So I guess if you're trading with really significant size over a short time period, maybe ITA would be better for you. Um, but other than that, I mean, XAR is definitely the clear winner as far as I'm concerned in cost. Thank you, James. Next up is exposure strategy. James, break it down for us. Yeah, so I mean they're they're all they're all aerospace and defense ETFs. So they offer very similar strategies, mostly exposed to industrial, some different exposures here and there, depending on how they weight. Um, one big difference here is the the number of holdings. Um, ITA has 39, PPA we have we have around 57, and XAR we have around 36. So XAR and ITA are very similar. Um, the big difference here is that ITA market cap weights it, and so does PPA. Um, but ITA's market cap weighting, you end up with some very heavy weightings um, in ITA versus XAR, where XAR is actually um, equal weighted. So you get a much more broad exposure to this to this environment, to this sector. Um, and PPA uses more of a, a fundamentals way of going about exposure to the aerospace and defense industry. So which of these three strategies jumps out at you in terms of exposure strategy? Do you see an advantage of any of them over the others? Yeah. So typically, if I'm looking at a broad market ETF, I, lo I love market cap type exposures. When you start narrowing in on you want a specific sector, especially something like this, ITA, Raytheon and Lockheed actually make up, I think, almost 50 percent. It's like, what is it? Uh, 40 for almost 40 percent of the the actual fund is in two stocks, uh, which so basically, if you want exposure to those two stocks, you can go buy them or you can buy ITA. Um, so I like XAR a little bit better than these um, because it gives you equal weighted exposure, more exposure to all the names in there, whereas these two stocks are going to be the tail wagging the dog for the most part when you're looking at ITA. So, so I'll give it to XAR. XAR, I've got you down for exposure strategy. Thank you, James. Next up is John. How do you see it in terms of exposure strategy? So I agree with James. I think XAR is a category winner, mainly because, you know, for us, first of all, just to back up, when we are building portfolios for other advisors, institutions, you know, we're, we're generally speaking going to look after like, okay, how much do we have in stocks? How much do we have in bonds? Do we want to have commodities? Do we want to have, you know, alternatives? Very rarely do we get into something like an aer aerospace in defense. You know, what I would say is that if for some magical reason we decided to get into this very small sliver of the global economy, you know, I probably would rather spread my bet out because um, otherwise, like you do what James says, which is to buy just those two stocks, Raytheon and Lockheed, which make up, you know, 45% of ITA. 
So I like XAR. You, you're spreading your risk out across the market cap range. Um, you know, I think over time, like there's a well-documented effect where small and mid tend to outperform large. Um, so I kind of give it to XAR just because I think it's it's more evenly distributed across the size spectrum. Up until now, our judges have agreed on all categories, but next up is performance. Will they see it the same way? John, give us your analysis on performance. Which of these ETFs stands out? You want to look very long-term, and then you want to kind of take that with a grain of salt because, you know, obviously the, the future can look very different from the past, right? So there's that big disclosure that past performance not indicative of future results. You know, if you just look historically, you know, PPA has had better performance on a one-year, three-year, five-year, and 10-year basis. Um, you know, in some instances, it, it's a, it's it's more than others uh, on a three-year basis. But, you know, in the end, I kind of wouldn't buy PPA just because of how it did in the past. I would just take your view on what you think this space will do. And if you don't have, like, high conviction, then I kind of would like a more equally weighted approach like XAR. So... I'll give the category winner PPA, but it's not it's not going to carry a lot of weight for us at Astoria Advisors. Thank you, John. We next shift to James. How do you see it in terms of performance? Yeah, I really, ironically, I'm going to agree with John again here. PPA, obviously, it's outperforming over the short term and the long term. Um, the one that really stands out over the short term over the last year, primarily year to date, um, XAR, our pick from the first two categories, uh, is actually the worst performer, ironically enough. Um, but uh, PPA is the one that's outperforming the most. So if you like the the whole strategy behind there, so it is. I, I last category I talked about the we talked about the concentration ITA PPA um, is also a little, is more top heavy than XAR, but not not as top heavy as ITA. So I think that's might be what's helped it um, outperform over the short and long term versus its competitors. So it clearly has to go to PPA here. But as John said, past performance not indicative of future. Disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. All right. Well, that takes us next to the mystery battle category. This is where our judges can pick that single factor or maybe multiple factors that they feel are crucial to this matchup. So, James, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Yeah. So my mystery battle category is going to be the the options activity and options options liquidity. Um, and that clearly goes to ITA. ITA is the, the oldest. It's the most liquid. It, ha it has a very robust options market. So if for some reason you wanted to play this via the options market rather than actually buying or selling the ETF itself, um, ITA is is definitely the winner there. Um, so that's that's the way I'd look at it. It's, that's my mystery category. Thank you, James. John, your mystery battle category, what is it and who wins it? So I'll say flows, like when your flows and ITA wins, it's, it's had a, a little over a billion dollars of inflows, um, whereas XAR has had 240 million of inflows and PPI has had 670 million of inflows over the last year. So sometimes, you know, flows is, is what oftentimes people in the marketplace you know, look at just to see, okay, what level of interest is the, in there in the products. So ITA wins. I, I just probably think it's it's taking in more inflows just because, you know, it's easier to trade. It's more liquid in the secondary market. So again, I would carry huge weight in the overall category winner, which I know we'll talk about soon. But just in this one category, I give it, I give the nod to ITA. That takes us to the part of the program where our judges get to give us their overall battle winner. So, John, you're up. Give it to us. I've been kind of talking positively about XAR just because I, I like the way the weights are equal, equally distributed. I don't really have high conviction in this theme. I don't think this is like 
you know, James and his team talk about the hot sauce effect. Like, I don't really think of this as like a hot sauce, you know, thing you'd put in your portfolio to spice it up. But, you know, if you were to do it, I would say XAR just because otherwise you'd be taking like a big risk with um, two stocks in ITA. Um, so I, I give the category winner like XAR just because it's, you know, cheaper, more equally distributed. I like spreading the risk out across mid cap and small cap. So I, I give that that's the overall category winner for me. Thank you, John. James, your final opportunity to weigh in with your overall battle winner. Yeah, so um, I'm also going to have to side with John here and say that I like XAR. Um, again, we like to we like to talk about this thing about using these, the hot sauce of your portfolio of things that you go. We you think of a portfolio as a core satellite, and I think of like these types of products as being a satellite portfolio. Uh, allocation. But again, as John said, the aerospace and defense isn't necessarily exactly what you're going to think of because a lot of these are very big names, a lot of government contracts, things like that. Um, so um, maybe not exactly that. I don't know that I would personally be allocating the space, but if I were to allocate to the space and I had conviction that this space was going to um, outperform or for some reason I wanted exposure to it, XAR would probably be what I wanted unless I specifically thought that Raytheon uh, or one of the other big names in the space was going to see the biggest aspect exposure to this, then I might go ITA. But for the most part, XAR seems the, the best exposure option. Hey, James, what's the next level below hot sauce? Like, what, what would you, what's the next sauce? <laughs> <laughs> Mayo, ketchup, I, I or? Yeah, no, no, it's just the sandwich. The, it's just, the, it's the sandwich. And then you put the hot sauce on the, on the top. Yeah. The, the sandwich is your core, your, yeah, maybe your three basis point. Your, your three basis point exposure. Yeah, Relish could be like a smart beta value ETF. Yeah. Well, all I know is don't trust with the labeling of mild hot sauce, okay? So whenever you see mild hot sauce, don't believe it. But, uh, yeah, that's great analysis. Um, you know, speaking of hot sauce, you know, I think when looking at this sector, people think about um, private space travel. Um, but you don't really see a lot of that yet reflected in any of these ETFs. But nevertheless, our judges have spoken, and it's time for us to read the scorecard. And the winner is XAR. Our judges agreed in terms of cost, exposure strategy. And then the other categories were kind of flipped around. Our judges agreed in terms of uh, performance that PPA had the best historical performance, of course, with the caveat that future results are likely to be very different than the past. Mystery battle category went to ITA. James liked uh, the liquidity of the options chain. And then John uh, mentioning that asset flows have been pretty strong into ITA. But in the end, it was XAR that took it. And um, both of our judges made some great points. Uh, XAR, of course, being very different versus the other two because it's equally weighted so you're going to have um, you're going to actually avoid that top heaviness that you sometimes see with those traditional market cap weighted ETFs where the, the funds sometimes get concentrated in just a few holdings. So the equal weighting strategy of XAR avoids that great analysis and uh, good job. Judges appreciate your insights. Keep up the good work. Thanks for having me. Goodbye. Take care. Thanks again to James and John for your timely analysis. Uh, visit the description section below for research links to our judges. While you're there, check out the link to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. Also, we've got viewer resources. Be sure to visit, again, the description section below 
So which ETF battle would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ETF ticker symbols in our YouTube comment section below or hit us up on Twitter at ETF Guide. If we choose your battle, you get your choice of an ETF battle shirt or a coffee mug. I'm Rhonda Leggy. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.